Hi, I'm Renee Crandall, and you're listening to the Wake Up Your Life podcast, a personal development podcast for women where we'll discuss how to live intentionally today and every day. I want to be a better version of myself this year than I was last year, five years from now versus five years ago, and I want to encourage you in that same journey. I hope my words each week leave you feeling inspired and empowered to wake up your life and go after who you truly desire to be. I'm in this with you to coach you and cheer you on. I believe in you. Let's go. Hey guys, it is sunny here. The snow is melting. So I am feeling more inspired, feeling my energy come back, my positivity come back. I am very affected by the weather. (laughs) I think that is certainly something that has been realized this season. And I was thinking about different podcast topics that I want to talk about today, but I know I encourage you in a lot of different areas of life and to do a lot of different things, but this one, I want to be really honest and I want us as women, I know that I have male listeners to my podcast as well, so while I'm going to be talking more so to women, this still applies to you as well, even if you're a guy listening to this, I think you'll still enjoy it. But some of the verbiage and the language I'm going to use is more relatable to women. So I feel that us as women individually, I want to challenge all of us to work hard and become so good at being our own hype girl. What I mean by that I want us to be our own biggest cheerleader. Like I've been thinking about the fact that for myself sometimes, for a lot of other people that I know and that I care deeply about, we've heard the phrase thrown around, I'm my own worst critic. I'm hardest on myself than anyone else. And oh my gosh, that is not helping you. It's not serving you. It's not making your life more abundant. It's not making you feel better about yourself. And honestly, like as I was thinking through this, I realized I want to be my own biggest hype girl. Like I want to be my biggest cheerleader. While I'm totally blessed and grateful for the individuals in my life who cheer me on and support me and speak affirmation and truth and life over me, so grateful for those of you who do that in my life and you know who you are. But that being said, I don't want the responsibility or that fuel to only come from them, from the outside sources. I want it to come from me. I want to believe in myself so much that I am only thinking positive thoughts when it comes to what I'm capable of, what I want to go after in life, the way I view myself, what I want from relationships, what I believe I can create and what I'm worthy of. And so today, this episode is really essentially to hype you up, to remind you how freaking amazing you are as a woman or a man, if you're listening, but to remind you how amazing of an individual you are and to really take time to pause and reflect in the fact that you have so much to be proud of in regards to who you are and what you've accomplished. And I want this to be an episode where it challenges you and makes you think, what are the narratives that you're telling yourself? And let's work on rewriting those, right? I've talked about that before, of rewriting the script in our brain so that our default auto response isn't something that's negative. 
But along with that, this episode is to also just hype you up. And so maybe today you don't feel like your own biggest hype girl. Well, I will be that for you today. And I have some notes written down and some life that I just want to speak over you this week, today, wherever you are, whether it's early morning where you're at or afternoon or on the car ride home and you're stuck in traffic, whatever it is that you're doing as you're listening to this, my intention is when this episode ends that you feel filled with life-giving affirmation that you hear the language of what it sounds like to say it over yourself. You can use my language that I'm saying to you and use that as the narrative that you tell yourself. Maybe you listen to this episode once a week, once a day. I don't know. But what I think is so important and what I care so passionately about is that each individual understands their value and that each individual understands their capacity to create a life that they're proud of, to go after things in life that they want and realize they're worthy of having. So often it's true. We are our own worst critic. We set ourselves up for defeat before we even start. Other people really don't do that to us. But sometimes we project that, oh, what is this person going to think? What is this person going to think? What is that individual that I barely interact with going to think of the business I'm starting or the podcast that I'm starting or the house I'm building or the career change I'm planning? Sis, it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with your own perception not being confident enough to go after what you want. And sometimes for myself, I can project the concern of what someone else thinks of me when in reality, it's my own self-doubting myself. That mindset, one, it's 100% not how God wants us to live our lives. Constantly doubting ourselves, having a narrative that's negative, setting ourselves up for defeat. Everything about God is victory, freedom, and love. So those are the elements of the life that he wants us to live. And so that aside, I mean, the faith piece is huge. And I could just go 30 minutes and speak scripture over you to remind you how loved you are. But I think for some of us, we need those affirmations that at times just aren't the verses and isn't the scripture. I know for me, It can be really powerful to read that scripture and I'm grateful for that. But there's other times where I just want to hear it said to me or say it over myself in more of that hyped up coachability, that friend that's coming alongside me and reminding me of what's true of myself, especially on days when I may not feel it. My desire is for every woman to believe in herself passionately. Think of, okay, let's take a moment and just think of an individual in your life that hypes you up, that makes you feel incredible. Maybe they compliment what you wear in such an intentional way that whenever you have an amazing outfit on, you want that person around because they make you feel so great. They affirm you and you feel beautiful and confident. And like we know what that feels like. Maybe you have a friend in your life where no matter what your dream is or your goal or what it is you're wanting to work towards, they are going to cheer you on and say, you are worth it. You're going to accomplish it. What can I do to support you? I'm so proud of you. Maybe you have a spouse who is so your number one supporter of any new idea or way that you want to maybe change your life so that it benefits you more and is more life-giving. And so they are cheering you on of saying, take the slice for yourself, create the margin in your life so that you get to do the things that are life-giving to you and gives you that space of affirmation of saying, go for it. I love you and I support you no matter what. I am here for you. I want to see you thrive. 
think of those people and how you feel when you come into communication with them and when you share something maybe kind of vulnerable and they hype you up. I know for me, that was something really important when it came to this podcast. I felt very passionate about my why, about why I wanted to create this podcast, about the messages I wanted to put out there and share with other women the things I've gone through and what I'm working through and what I've overcome to, to use my life as the example of saying, hey, it's possible for you too. Here's some of the tangible ways I've gone about it. But even knowing my why and knowing my passion, I remember vividly the support that I received from Isaac when I told him about this idea and the support that I received from my mom when I told her about this idea. And the encouragement and the affirmation that I received from both of them, in my soul, I had this feeling of, I'm made to do this. I believe in this vision so much that if I was at all doubting myself before, I'm sure as heck not now because they poured so much life into me. So we know the impact of individuals coming into our life and saying, hey, you're going to do an awesome job. You are worth it. You're going to crush it. It's going to be hard sometimes, but so what? You're tough. We appreciate that so much because it literally is the energy and the fuel for us to do great things that we believe in that we know matter. But that aside, knowing those examples of other individuals in our lives, I want the narrative in your mind to be that loud, to be that truth-filled and that life-giving no matter what. And this is not some like, oh yeah, Renee, that'd be great in some rainbow unicorn world. No, this is actually possible. I wholeheartedly believe it. We may not necessarily have that hyped up, pumped up energy every day when we speak that life over ourselves. But over time, the truth, the positivity, the words of affirmation that are life-giving to us, it's going to be just subconscious. It's going to be natural. If we're scared of trying something new or maybe maybe we're overwhelmed with an area of life we want to get better or grow in or thrive or whatever, it's going to become a lot easier to push past that fear. And it's going to become a lot easier to push past the doubt because it will become so natural for you to be your biggest cheerleader, but it takes practice. And side note, in regards to success and trying new things, something I was thinking about is the fact that people are so afraid of failure, right? We hear it all the time. I don't want to launch the business because what if I fail? I don't want to start the blog because what if I fail? I don't want to go about the health journey because what if I fail? We hear it often, but failure, in my opinion, is a choice. And what I mean by that is that no matter what you do, whether it's quote unquote a success in your opinion or a failure, you've learned something or you hit the goal, right? For example, if you start the business, either the business is going to be successful and you're going to be freaking proud of yourself, or let's say the business doesn't have the success that you hoped it would and it doesn't become the direction you go. That's not a failure. I can guarantee that you probably learned a lot about yourself, a lot about other people, and a lot about having a business and the challenges that come with it. So the gain is still there. It's the knowledge that you now have. It's the experience you now have that you didn't have before. So even if you try something new, don't go into it with the fear of failure because you're going to be coming out with a gain one way or the other, either a lot more knowledge, a lot more wisdom, and more experience, or you're going to find the success and and achieve the success that you were hoping for the whole time. 
Failure, I believe, is a mental state that individuals, that some individuals choose to live in as an excuse of saying, well, that's why I should have never tried it. That's why I should have never gone about that goal of mine or tried to turn my health around or tried to get out of debt. It was just too, it just didn't work. It's too hard. That mindset is a choice. And in that, that's the failure that we don't want. Well, here's the cool thing. That failure, that mindset that we're afraid of, we can choose to not feel that way. Instead of saying, yeah, okay, maybe you feel the punch in the gut of something not going the way you had hoped it would. But it doesn't mean it doesn't have value. It doesn't mean that your time was wasted. So I want us to also reframe the way we view trying new things and whether it goes how we planned or it didn't, there's still a takeaway that's really valuable. Because I think that sometimes where our own worst critic kicks in is trying new things, is thinking about the dreams we have for ourselves or the future we want or the goals we have and setting ourselves up for defeat before we even start. Because for some weird reason, we always go to the worst case scenario of thinking, yeah, but what if this happens? What if I try it? What if I go all in? What if I invest the money and it falls flat? What if I put myself out there and commit to someone and have a relationship with them and it doesn't end in, a, in marriage, doesn't end in an engagement? We have this mentality of doubt so early on in the process when it doesn't do us any good. But if we can look at those things that scare us, especially when they're things that we want or we feel passionate about and there's some of that nervousness and that uneasiness of like, oh my gosh, I don't know how this is going to go. That's not a bad feeling, but it's a bad feeling if you let then it become a fear that dictates how you live your life. But you can only be courageous if you feel afraid. You can only feel empowered if you fight through the stress and anxiety that's trying to keep you held back. So those emotions aren't bad. Don't be afraid of them. Just don't live in that state of letting those emotions that aren't serving you define how you live your life. But redefining failure and success is something that I think all of us as men and women need to be very conscientious of because either way, there's a value, there's a lesson that's coming from whatever it is we're trying or going about something new that maybe we don't have experience in. Everything that anyone's ever done, if they're successful today, at some point in their life, they probably kind of sucked at it. It's not, everyone's not this overnight success or things come so naturally to people. People work at it. It's a skill. Pretty much everything in this life is something that you can get better at. It takes practice. It takes discipline. So if you try something that you want to be really good at and you suck the first few times or the first year or the first three, if you still believe in the reason, if you still believe in the why to keep trying, keep going for it. It's okay that you suck. You're going to learn. You're going to get better. You're going to build grit to keep going when you are successful, when it does get hard again. But we aren't the same person for the rest of our life. We're going to grow, we're going to evolve, we're going to develop new skills, new lessons, new perspectives. That's the point. It's one of the greatest elements of being human is the evolution in our personalities, is the evolution in our gifts, is the evolution in how we're growing and who we're becoming. So if you try something new and it's wildly successful, amazing, I'm so proud of you. But if you try something new and it doesn't go like you expected, don't beat yourself up over it. Realize, okay, you know what? That wasn't for me. I went about it and you went forward with something that a lot of people wouldn't even try because they're too afraid to even start. So give yourself a round of applause for even trying. That's incredible. 
but don't let yourself live in a place of defeat. Be your own hype girl. Literally tell yourself, okay, you know what? I'm going to shake it off. It didn't go as planned, but we're going to start something new because I got a lot of ideas and I'm just getting started. You know what I mean? The narrative, the way you talk to yourself and the narrative that plays in your mind is going to 100% change the way you view your life, the way you view yourself, the way you view your relationships, the goals that you set, the attitude that you have, the energy you have, the positivity, the perspective, everything. It's all about what you're telling yourself. And it's so wildly important because I am proof that the narrative I tell myself impacts everything. Ask those closest to me. Isaac 100% will tell you that when I stopped talking negatively about myself and to myself and started to shift the language of how I talk about myself to other people or how I talk about my dreams or what I wanted to accomplish or what I was proud of, or when, this is something really, really small, but I think it can benefit a lot of you. As women, we're very quick to push off compliments. Am I wrong? I know for myself that when someone would give me a compliment, let's say Isaac would give me a compliment on something I'm wearing or a meal I make or just my personality or any type of compliment, I would like in, I would out loud say, oh, no, no, no. You're just being sweet. Like I would say no. It was weird. I just noticed that I would say no to the compliment that he was giving me instead of just saying thank you. I appreciate it. When I changed the way I received compliments from him and from other people and instead said, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And didn't try and belittle my gifts or speak poorly of myself. I, I, like, I can't understand exactly why we do that. I don't know if it's some weird humility thing we're trying to do or maybe it's the fact that we really don't see the value in ourselves at all and so we're shocked that someone else would see that and we don't believe it. Whatever the reason is, whether that's how you feel or not, if someone gives you a compliment, just say thank you. Say it means a lot that they said that to you. Say that you're grateful for their kind words and their affirmation. Just say thank you. Don't justify why you don't agree with it or thanks for complimenting my outfit, but I really don't like, you know, my legs or I'm not so nuts about this color on me. Don't even go there. Don't do it to yourself. That person that's giving you the compliment doesn't think that. So for me, it's even just changing that language of not denying what someone is saying about me. Even if I don't believe it in that moment, it doesn't make it not true. So instead, just say thank you. And that's a subtle way, a very easy way to start to change the way you view yourself, to start to change the way you receive compliments, to receive that life spoken over you. And you'll start to find, wow, I do actually believe these things now. I do believe that I'm great at doing my hair, or great at doing makeup, or an amazing cook, or an amazing landscaper, or I'm so great at business, or I do bring great energy to the room. I do value my friendships, my relationships. I am an amazing wife. I am an amazing friend. You know what I mean? When you start to say thank you and accept those compliments of the things that people are speaking into your life as the truth of who you are, that's how your mind's going to start talking to you. And it's not going to be perfect every single day. I'm not saying that every single day I just wake up hyped. <laughs> I wish I did. There's still so much value of surrounding yourself by people who encourage you and also speak life into you for sure. But I'm just saying, 
if it's starting with you, if you're doing the work and you're working hard to change the narrative and to be your biggest cheerleader, then think about the impact that those individuals in your life who are already there hyping you up is going to have. It's going to compound because now that affirmation isn't making up for the deficit of your narrative that's negative. It's instead layered on top of what's already positive and oh my gosh, you're going to be unstoppable. So that's what I care about is really thinking about the value we all hold and why we deserve to talk to ourselves that way. It's doing no one any good by not cheering yourself on. It's doing no one any good when you look in the mirror and you criticize your body. It's doing no one any good when you look at the gifts or the life that you have or the job that you have and you say, eh, anyone could do it. It's not that important. Don't do that to yourself. It's only hurting you. And you know what? It hurts the people around you when you talk like that. Because individuals that genuinely love and care about you, they want you to see yourself like they see you. And what I love most is when I'm around someone that believes in their value, in their giftings, in their creativity, in their contribution, in their beauty, in the goodness of their personality, and they recognize it because I love that energy and I and I love it because I see that as an example of what's possible and I also know how valuable that perspective is in their life. We know the feeling when someone can't see the value we see in them and we're trying to convince them of it, right? We know those conversations we've had with friends or family or a spouse or whoever, and we're trying to speak life into something that they refuse to believe and they aren't speaking over themselves. And it's really sad and it's exhausting because you want to take them by the shoulders and say, how do you not see what I see? So having that narrative, it's not helping you. It's not helping your relationships. So try the opposite. Work hard to just hype yourself up and say things about yourself. Even if you don't believe them today, you're sure going to believe them over time if you keep saying it. And for me, it's something as simple as just I write out affirmations in my journal every day. I write out one affirmation each day and I say it over myself in my mind or out loud, but I write it down because I want to see it on paper and I want my hand to write it because it's going to create the connection in my mind that what I'm writing, I believe. And so... It's different things like inspiration comes easily to me. That's something that I tell myself when it comes to creating podcasts because there's been several weeks where I have had a hard time coming up with content. So I'm telling myself, oh, it's just really hard for you to get inspired. It's just really hard to come up with content. And I realize, whoa, that's not helping me. I'm instead going to tell myself, Renee, you're easily inspired. You're going to be able to come up with content that's going to help and encourage women that are listening to your podcast. You've got this. Or that I live out of a place of freedom. I say that to myself because that is a reflection of the life that Jesus came to give me through his death on the cross, to give me freedom, to give me an abundant life. So I'm going to live out of that freedom. I'm not going to speak death over myself. I'm not going to speak fear over myself. I'm not going to speak shame over myself because I live out of a place of freedom, not insecurity, not shame, not guilt, not condemnation. So these affirmations, another one I'll throw out there because I think this is really applicable for a lot of women, is I write down, I am confident, I am sexy, and I love my body. I dare you to do that and I dare you to say it over yourself when you're looking in the mirror because what I have found is that when I tell myself that, even if I don't feel it, because when I started telling myself that, I really didn't feel all those things. But over time, when I started telling myself, 
those three things, I am confident, I am sexy, and I love my body, that changed the way I viewed my body. And then it changed the way I took care of it and the way that I spoke to it and the way that I looked at it when I'd look at myself in the mirror. So you can create all types of different affirmations that work for you and what you want to speak into. But the beauty of it is it works because it starts to be the truth that you tell yourself and it gives you lines to tell yourself if your mind starts to go negative. If I start to be hard on myself and I'm criticizing my legs or my stomach or whatever it is that I don't like about my body, my mind's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Earlier this morning, you wrote down that you're confident, you're sexy, and you love your body. So what's going on here? It kind of creates this little like fritz in my mind to really think about, oh, what's true here? And in that moment, I get to decide what I'm going to repeat. The same thing with insecurities. If I feel insecure about something, about my physical appearance or a skill set that I have or going after something new that I've never tried before, I tell myself, I live out of a place of freedom. There's no insecurity in Jesus's name. So this is the life that Christ has given me. Those things that I'm telling myself aren't true if they're riddled with insecurity and anxiety and fear and all that. So there's all sorts of affirmations. And for me, that's just a couple of the few that I kind of pick from each day, depending on what I need to write down. And to some of you, this might sound super silly. But to others of you, you may really resonate with this, and that is who I'm speaking to, is for those of you who are thinking, you know what, I just need to try something else, and I'm going to give it a shot. Try that, because it's helped me, and I believe it can help anyone, but I especially believe it can help women who struggle with negative thought patterns. Just start writing it down and begin to observe the way it affects you, because it sure as heck affected me. But all that to say, this is what I want to leave you with, is an affirmation from me over you. Remember that you are creative, you are gifted, you are beautiful, you are brilliant. You are loved and you are filled with value to contribute to this world in your relationships, in your work, and to yourself. You are strong. You are worth living a life you love. You are worthy of love. You should feel so proud of yourself and all that you've accomplished and overcome in your life because remember how amazing you are. Every single one of those words that I wrote down and just read to you, I believe wholeheartedly to be true of you. And I don't know all of you individually, and that doesn't matter. Because what I want for each person listening is to remember the value they have the incredible individual they are, the contribution and the gifts and the creativity and the brilliance that they have that they can pour into this world and to know that they're worthy of the life that they want. So it doesn't matter if I don't know you or not. It's true no matter what. And this isn't about ego or arrogance or better than. It's about living your life out of a place of loving yourself. Because I promise you, speaking from personal experience, that life becomes so much more abundant when you do. When you live out of the love that you have for yourself, everything gets brighter. The energy shifts and you begin to step into fully who you are and who you're created to be. 